Welcome to the Great Scott Podcast, where guests share their craziest real estate moments and we explore how to avoid them. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some wild and informative tales that will have you laughing, cringing, and ultimately learning something new. Thank you, everybody, for joining me today on the Great Scott Podcast. Sitting across from me today, my special guest, Matt Bonin of Bonin Plumbing. Matt has been servicing the South Shore and Halifax area, St. Margaret's Bay area for the past 13 years now, 14 years. Roughly but, that. Yeah. Uh, roughly as a plumber. Yeah. And But Bonin is uh, just coming up on a year uh, servicing your first client under your under your new company name, correct? That's right. That's right. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. What's that day anyways? It's a special day. It's like, you know how stores it's, it's like the middle post of their... First dollar bill or something from their first sale? Do you do any, do plumbers do anything like that? I have, I have the receipt at home. Oh, okay, I have the receipt at home, but uh, and I and I know the home. Uh, I know what I did. It was, yep. You know, fix a faucet, something. You know, just a small call, but yep. you know, you nice and easy. You walk out of there with the first. Yeah, you know the first payment. It's like okay, I'm I'm officially in business now. Uh, I got my first paying customer. Yeah, so that's it. And probably ninety nine percent certain you're going to get a good review from that too. Nice, something nice, light, and easy. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you always get good reviews. Uh, if you check my Facebook page, uh, <laughs> I believe I'm still rocking five stars. That's good. So that's and, good. And aiming for more. Yeah. Uh, don't uh, aiming for six. If we can get six stairs, <laughs> I, I would do six stairs. That harkens back to an, uh, a scene from Spinal Tap. Where, did you ever see that movie? I've not seen You've it. You've not seen that movie? Yeah. Have you seen that movie, Purcell? You've not seen that movie either? But when the uh, amp goes to 11, and, and they're like, no, but they all go to 10. And he's like, yeah, but it's 11. It's 11 times loud. And it was whatever. Oh, no, so <laughs> the only reference i guess i get to going to 11 would be from back to the future and the starting back to the future when he cranks the amp way up yes and blows himself through the the wall well that's a great opening sequence it's heavy (laughs) it's heavy it's heavy (laughs) is there something wrong with the earth's gravitational pull in the future that everything seems so heavy (laughs) anyways (laughs) i'm a huge pop culture fan too so if you start throwing those uh, bombs at me i i might return them but anyway so a few (laughs) okay a few i can throw your way okay awesome this is going to be a good conversation yeah so uh you uh, service st margaret's bay south shore hrm uh and you're about a year now into your own business but you have been doing this for quite some time now since 2008 i think you were telling me yeah roughly around there yeah and uh and what sort of uh i mean other than fixing or replacing uh faucets uh for kitchen sinks and bathroom sinks i'm sure there's uh quite a few other things that you probably come across i know i was uh looking on your facebook profile i see that uh you've done a couple of big jobs there recently um one with the uh you were replacing some uh well pumps and you were just telling me a story about a about a well pump replacement which is awesome why don't you tell us a little bit more about uh how you uh service your clients and whatnot down the south shore yeah so i do you know plumb anything involved in plumbing uh whether it's new construction renovations service one of those situations no job too big no job too small uh i've done stuff as 
small as, hey, my faucet's loose, but I don't want to get under the counter and tighten it up. As a, you know, and I've done, you know, full new construction homes. So, yeah, you know, uh, that would be me. I don't want to get under the counter and tighten it up. <laughs> I'll come in and do it, no problem. And you know, my prices are are all fair. Yeah, all fair. I I do a lot of work with uh, seniors associations. Uh, oh yeah, veterans affairs stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. you know, I'm I'm all about you know being affordable. Yep, offering high quality work. Uh, a lot of what I do uh, uh, as just kind of like a one man show. Well. I don't much cater to the large volume builders that are, you know, doing right. big subdivisions and stuff like that. Sure. Cause you know, just You're a little bit. more residential. Yeah. 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 I, I do the residential side and I actually try and cater more to the maintenance and repairs, uh, side of side of things. Oh, instead you know. of starting from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Building yeah, exactly. out systems and stuff like that. Yep. Right. Uh, well pumps are a large part of what I do. Uh, effluent pumps, septic pumps, yep. stuff like that where I'm at, like very few places have access to municipal water. Uh, yeah. so everyone ha- has a well and septic and, and you know, those Me require, too. those require, you know, maintenance and, yeah. and replacements from time to time. So I try and make customers aware of, maintenance they should be doing mm-hmm. you know uh, a lot of times i go into in the houses and people just say we don't know what we should be doing no yep. one, no, no one's ever told us you, you know you, you buy a house and you know understandably when you're if you buy a place it can be overwhelming with the amount of information that you have to take in at one time and you just you're just focused on getting in your house living in it it's true. Yeah, you don't care that you have a sediment filter that's going to plug up. You don't care that you know at the yep. time you know, until it becomes a problem. I read something interesting actually on your Facebook page about um, pressure tanks yes. and uh, well pumps. In that, uh, you know, if you're sitting in a house or on a, uh, a pressure tank or a pump that's been sitting and being used for 20 years or so, then you should probably think about the, that. That's the life cycle, is what I read on your Facebook page. Is that 20 years is typically the life cycle of those types of um, that type of equipment in your household. And you should probably have that looked at serviced, maybe even replaced. You don't even know uh, that what kind of issues it could be causing. You know, just try to say 12 to 15 years on oh. your, on your well system is yeah. pretty much all they're good for. Yep. You know, now these days, another situation where they certainly don't make them like they used to, uh, you know, well pumps at one time when they were, you know, built a little better with less plastic, right? You know, that you know, they would, you know, I've hauled them out 40 years old. Oh, really? But uh, now 12 to 15 uh, seems to be the new normal. And you know, regarding pressure tanks and stuff and going back to maintenance, people don't realize there's annual maintenance that are supposed to be done on yeah. these things. <laughs> and if you are proactive rather than reactive and have someone in and maintain your equipment, it's going to last longer. You're well pumping or pressure tank play off each other. So, mm-hmm. and you know, well pumps aren't cheap. So if you want to, you know, get the absolute maximum life out of your equipment, you know, have a service technician in to, you know, check the air in the pressure tank. Your pressure tank, you know, basically stops your well pump from turning on the very second you open your faucet. Right. And what you will get is kind of like a continuous cycle of on, off, on, off, very rapidly. Yes. So, you know, anyone that's worked with any type of motor knows that they don't like to operate like that. They like runtime. Yeah. So I like to compare, tell people, you know, compare it to, you know, sit out in your car all day and turn the ignition on, off, on, off, on, and just 
bad stuff's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes you, me cringe just it, hearing it, you say that. So you don't want your well pump to do stuff like that. No. <laughs> no. And uh, hot water tanks are, are another big thing people don't realize. Yeah. You, you're supposed to have a maintenance on them. Yep. Uh, I know people who are constantly replacing hot water tanks every six, seven years. Yeah. Uh, but if you have someone in, do the maintenance, replace the anode rod, yeah. you know, check the elements for corrosions, stuff like that. You know, you can prolong the life of your tank just by That's doing That's really like interesting. That. You know, the hot water tanks are actually one of the number one things that come up on a home inspection because they're almost always uh, expired. Yep. When, you, when you buy them, they're, you know, you can buy them for five, six, anywhere up to 12 years. I think, tw I don't know if 12 years is the max that I've seen, but can, can you purchase a water tank that has um, uh, a serviceable life of more than 12 years? There's a hot water tank available that actually has a lifetime warranty. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, they're, okay. they're, they're really good. I actually put one in my own house. Oh, the price point is, yes. is what you would expect, sure. you know, for a, but you know, it's like triple the price of a regular, right. Of a regular hot water tank. But if you're moving into a house or you, you're building a house, it's going to be a forever home. Right. You know, the, you're not going to, you might. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It, you know, don't take the risk and just invest in, you know, good, high quality, high quality stuff. Right. I mean, that makes, that makes sense. It's kind of like a metal roof versus uh, asphalt shingles, you know. Yeah, it's, it's both You're the, paying uh, double, but at the same time, you're also getting double the life expectancy out of it, too. So Yeah, it's both the equivalent of that, and insurance companies love them. Yeah. Uh, they're actually, with this particular brand, uh, there's no steel construction. They're, oh. they're made of high-density foam. Oh, really? So there's really nothing to rot out. Oh, wow. Know, and the most you might ever replace on it is, you know, a couple $50 elements or a thermostat. And how big know. are these t uh, tanks usually? Oh, you, you can get them in uh, all sizes. The little yeah. space saver ones that'll go under your counters. Oh, wow. uh, your typical, you know, two to four person, 40-gallon uh, hot water tank, 60-gallon, <laughs> 80, all the way up to 80 gallons. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I never knew these existed. That's why you're going to talk to me. You know? <laughs> and when I do service on these tanks yeah. and I pull out the anode rod on the steel tanks and right. tell people, Hey, like, you know, we should be in every, you know, two maximum three years to replace this. Yeah. A common response is no one's ever told me. Yeah. So if you don't I just it, assume we replace them. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's what I thought. If you, if you don't tanks. know. Yeah. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> there we are. So uh, if somebody does have their hot water tank serviced every two years, um, does that ex will that will that extend the life of the hot water tank beyond whatever it says on the tank of like let's say it's a ten year tank, but they get it serviced every year or every two years? I mean, can that extend the serviceable life of the tank beyond the ten year mark? Absolutely. The the life expectancy of a tank is is 100% dependent on the quality of the water you put in it. Yeah. Uh, if you're putting, you know, nice treated water through, you should expect to get the upper life expectancy right. uh, of a tank. But with the anode rod in the tank, the way that that operates is it's a completely sacrificial rod that attract, it's made of a softer metal. Yes. So any corrosive uh, minerals or anything yes. that's inside the tank would be more attracted to uh, attack the rod and disintegrate that before it starts attacking the sidewall and components of the tank. Yeah. So by replacing this rod, you're constantly, basically you're feeding the bad stuff, mm -hmm. but you're, you're protecting the sidewalls of your tank. Right. The composition of the water plays a lot 
when it comes to any kind of plumbing system I've learned over the past few years. A hundred percent. I've seen hot water tanks, you know, as little as two and three years old, the, the rod absolutely disintegrated. You're getting mm-hmm. leaks. You yep. know, you're still in your warranty period then, but if you, depending on with, with what manufacturer that you're with, mm-hmm. you know, they might look at that tank and say, well, we're not covering it because you're obviously not treating your water. Right. So it's, it's not a defective tank. You're, you know, pumping corrosive water through. You can only expect to decrease the life of the tank. Exactly. So that rod, is that what that rod exists for? To attract the uh, harsher elements in the water? Am, am I misunderstanding that correctly? Or nope. am, I, am, I, is, am I understanding that correctly? So that rod exists uh, uh, solely to attract all the... It's completely sacrificial. That, that's, that's, that's its that, whole point. That's what it does. Yeah. Okay. And then once it's completely uh, corroded away, yeah. you have to replace it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what happens if you don't? That, that, well, that's when the, the corrosiveness, you know, starts, Start, starts attacking everything else. Starts attacking the tank. Okay. When there's no rod left to feed on, the yeah. rod, only thing that's left is to wear away at the side walls of the tank. Okay. And the ports where you have threaded connections yeah. are, are weak points as well. Yeah. So. I never knew that that's what that rod existed for. And that's, that's the most common thing I come yeah. across. So dealing with, and they're, they're all in, in electric tanks. Yeah. Uh, you don't see them much in oil fired tanks or, right. or the newer heat pump style tanks. Right. Uh, yeah. But mainly on the electric tanks and almost everyone that, that I pull out, I, sh- I show them, I make a habit to show the customer yeah. that, you know, this is worthwhile yeah. having done. Uh, and it's always, a, well, what is it? And no one's ever told me about it. And usually when I'm done, they say, okay, well, put me on a schedule that, you know, in, in a year's time, come back and check it. Sure. And I, I'll come back and check it. And if it's worn down, we'll replace it. Yeah. You know, some I've pulled out where, the, you know, you have really good water. They're as look as good as the day I put it in, Yeah. you know, and then some are just, they're either half worn or, you know, it all, all depends on the quality of your water. I had one in my camper and, uh, we did not use treated water for the camper. I mean, cause it's a camper, right? Yeah. So that thing looked like it looked terrible. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked absolutely terrible. Well, you learn something new every day. <laughs> oh, that's right. And, and a wise man that I used to work for, uh, always said that a day you don't learn something is a day wasted. That's right. So yeah. I, I try not to waste my days, you know, uh, yeah. even though I'm, I'm working for myself, I don't have a boss, uh, still very much doing the homework on, you know, what's new in the industry. I'm, I'm always trying to learn, yeah. always trying to learn. I'm now going through a process of, I want to learn more about the water treatment side of things, mm-hmm. you know, try and, and be more of a, is that going to be a new, are you trying to branch out a bit here or a this little, is just a, 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 a little bit, yeah. a, a little bit because you know, there's a, a lot of water treatment companies mm-hmm. out there. Uh, but I try and be like, you know, if I can get in your house, yep, I want to maintain everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I can work on your well, I can work on your pressure tank. I want to service your water treatment, you know, just give people the option to, you know, just to have one guy come in and do as much as he can. Yeah. Keeps uh, a nice service, good service. I've, I've, I've been writing a series of blogs, having a, a, a good service record on hand in your house is always a good idea. And if you're working with uh, somebody as such as yourself for all your plumbing needs, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be a great piece of information. If somebody ever decides to sell their house, they can show a complete record. So that's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. A record of everything that's been maintained. Mm-hmm. And another, 
Another little aspect of it that's not tied into plumbing, but kind of tied in with my work history is air exchangers. All right. Yeah. I, I do air exchanger maintenance, not something I advertise for, but again, right. when I'm in your house and I'm looking around and I notice things, I can, I bring stuff up to customers say, Hey, your air exchanger sounded a little funny or, you know, it's, it looks dirty. Let's, you know, let, let's give it a clean type they deal. They all look dirty. Yeah. Nobody, nobody ever cleans them. Uh, no, but, <laughs> but you know, if we get, get you set up on a, on a maintenance program or, yeah. you know, a maintenance package, I come in, do everything, you know, I'll change your UV filters, serve, you know, service your, uh, yeah. service all your, all your equipment, your air exchangers. Yeah. That's also something else that comes up during every home inspection is the fact that the current homeowner does not clear clean their air exchanger. And you're supposed to do it once a month in the summer. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you are. Because <laughs> that's when you haul in all the mosquitoes and bugs yeah. and all that. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, hold that thought for our real estate wow moment. And now it's time for our real estate wow moment. Okay, real estate wow moment time. And Matt, you've got a really great story uh, about an experience you had helping a homeowner declog her uh, uh, or snake her drains because they were having an issue. Something was clogging up the pipes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Do so, share. Okay, well, th- this, a little bit of uh, advice to anyone out there. Don't lie to your plumber. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't lie to your plumber and, and certainly don't flush anything you're not supposed to. So a woman called for her drain was backing up into her basement. And a lot of times with basement, uh, with basement bathrooms, you don't have uh, the elevation to have natural grade for a pipe. So, or for your septic pipe. So it relies on a pump to push it out. So turns out she has a pump system. So we, I pulled the pump out and, uh, in the bottom of the pump, uh, there was a, there was a blockage in, in the bottom of the pump, and uh, it didn't. <laughs> is this is from the this is from the holding tank. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. From the holding tank. So, yeah. Uh, myself and, and another another guy are there, you know, taking it out, and it's, it's like, well, you know, what's that? Oh, the, and, she had a show. There was a, there was a couple of you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, and it, it turned pretty awkward when we started pulling them out and realized they were condoms. <laughs> So just to try and and not make it. But you've so probably awkward. come across this a couple of times before with condoms uh, clogging up uh, pipes and stuff like that. Condoms, tampons, yeah, yeah, o- other stuff we can talk about later. This isn't the first household to to, no. to flush a condom down. No, but, but there is the, something. The, the aftermath turned into. So we pull them out and we trying to be mature about it. It's like, Hey, we, you know, we found there's condoms here, you know, uh, maybe you, you know, you and whoever your husband or boyfriend, uh, when you use them, just put them in, in the garbage and, and don't flush them. Cause they'll end up down here. And she just gets stone look on her face. And she says very, very profoundly, my husband and I don't use condoms. <laughs> so, um, like, Okay. All right. Uh, is there a, a young teen in the house? Oh yeah. Oh, that's uh, a good you know, question. Good follow up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe have them not put them down. Yeah. And she says, uh, no, we don't have kids. Oh. Uh, so she says, yeah, uh, well I'm going to pay you guys and I got to go have a talk with my husband. <laughs> Last I heard they were no longer together. <laughs> 
So, so lesson number one, don't flush your condoms. Yeah. Down. In I, general, let's not flush our condoms down the toilet. Don't, don't cheat on your wife, and first of the, all. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, don't do that. Don't, don't cheat on your don't wife. Don't do yeah. that. But uh, if you are practicing safe sex, <laughs> yeah. use the garbage can. Don't, don't flush it. <laughs> That was a yeah busted. Yeah, we we had a good laugh about that in the van on the yeah on the way back to the shop. How awkward was that packing everything up and uh, loading the truck back up and taking off? <laughs> uh, you feel bad. Yeah, you know it's like okay th- that marriage is definitely over. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you uh, didn't know them, did you? Not not on a personal level. Like okay. I, uh, we had been there a few times. You know they were a repeat customer. Oh right. Okay. And this was this was before I worked for myself. But, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, at least there's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so don't cheat on your spouse, and also don't flush the evidence down the drain because your plumber's always going to find it. Well, speaking of uh, finding unusual things, well, I guess condoms aren't that unusual, but finding things that shouldn't be in your drain, uh, you have another really great story, too, about uh, something that was unusual that you found in the drain. Yeah, and I didn't actually, I didn't know what it was at first. So again, system was backing up. Same thing, you know, tail as old as time. Yeah. Oh, something went down there that shouldn't. Pull the pump out, and I started pulling out of the bottom of the pump these really long elastic tubes. Yeah, and no one was around to really ask at that time. So I take them out one by one. There had to have been 50, 60 of these things. Oh, and there was Lord. a lot of them. They'd been there for some time. And just the way that the, they wound around the impeller of the pump, it was almost just like if you had long hair and you were just twirling your finger in your hair, you can wrap it around right, and around yeah. and around yeah. and keep going. So I pulled them out and the, the homeowner comes and she says, what did you find? I said, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they are. I don't know I said, what it is. But, but yeah, I said, yeah. but uh, here they are. And again, the stone cold look. <laughs> and she just stomps her foot and she says, I knew he was flushing those. And I said, well, what, what are they? And she says, well, they're catheter tubes. <laughs> and I said, Did you oh. drop them right away? Uh, I had gloves or, on. You had gloves on, uh, yeah, of course. I, yeah. I had gloves on. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so she's, I said, they're catheter tubes. And I said, oh, okay. Uh, she said, yeah, my uh, father-in-law ha- had to use them. And I, t- I was making sure he wasn't flushing them. Yeah. She said, but, you know, they weren't in the garbage can when I cleaned up after him. And, but he promised me he wasn't flushing them. And I said, oh, well, uh, don't let him do it again. She was like, well, I, I can't. He's dead. <laughs> and so naturally, I'm like, oh, well, one, sorry about your loss. Yeah. Uh, two, and she was like, no. She's like, I, I can't even yell at him. He's not here. That's the worst part. He <laughs> lied to me. He's dead and he lied to me. And so I was like, okay. Uh, well, For probably a long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you found 50 to 60 of those things. Yeah. And, and who knows how long they were floating around in there. Yeah. You know, at this point, someone else had already been using that downstairs bathroom. Right. So now it's, hey, put up a sign. Yeah. Don't let anyone flush anything. Yeah. If it's not toilet paper or waste, yeah. don't, don't flush it. Okay. Well, so we've covered uh, condoms down the uh, toilet and we've covered catheter <laughs> tubes yeah. down the toilet. Uh, I think we got one more uh, story here. A little uh, bit of everything. That covers a little bit of everything. Covers yeah. A little bit of everything. So yeah. This is, this story is a little, has a personal touch for me because I, I did this call uh, with a very good friend of mine who I know is listening. Connor, what's up? Uh, hey Connor. Hey Connor. You're my boy. He's he's my boy. <laughs> so Connor was my first apprentice that I ever had 
mm-hmm. uh, that started with me and was with me till just about the day that he he got his ticket. Yep. So when Connor first started working with me, we go to a we go to a house, and you know, same as the other three, it's a it's a pump system. Yeah. And but so this uh, the it was a tenant situation. So the landlord tells us, he says, okay, I, I want to find out what's in the drain. Yeah. Uh, cause if it's something yeah. that's not supposed to be down there, like they're going to have to foot the bill. Yeah. So it's like, okay. So again, it's on a pump system. So you can open the lid and you can see the inlet pipe to the, to the holding chamber. So I get to snake in, I'm sticking the snake down. And I say, Connor, okay, go in the other end and have a look. Yeah. And, and see if you can identify what comes out. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes you might not be able to identify because it's all just going to come. Big, how big is the, the pipe uh, roughly here? Four inches. It's four inches. Four okay. inches. Four so, inches. Uh, so you could stick your arm up there if you wanted to. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So it, it takes a lot to plug up that pipe. Sure. Uh, but uh, so I get, to, I feel like I'm coming up against the blockage and it's starting to break free. So I said, Connor, go to the other end of the pipe. Yeah. And, uh. See if you can what see were you what doing? You're just pushing on the snake, essentially. Yeah, I had just, a like, had a flap. Just <laughs> get it going down the line. Yeah, you know, yeah. get it into that tank so the pump can chew it up and and spit it out. Yeah. So all this waste had not yet made it to the tank. Right. Yeah. So it starts to break free, and I can hear Connor in the other room. He just a little uh oh, and I, I said, "What is it?" And it starts to break free, and it's coming. And I he says, "Oh, you know." Oh no, again. And I said, well, what, what is it, man? Speak, yeah. Use your words, speak yeah. up. And he just goes, it's, it's everything. <laughs> and when he said that, I just heard this giant gush. Oh and man. Everything let go into the tank. Uh, like a loud splash. Oh yeah. It's just, yeah. What was everything? You'll have to ask Connor. Okay. That's to this day. That's all he's ever said was it was everything. It was everything. It, it was everything. Yeah. But, the tenant did admit to flushing her tampons down the toilet. Okay. So it could have yeah. been could have been that. So other than the three big ones we talked about here, tampons, catheter tubes, and condensers, <laughs> any other big no-nos? And it seems like all these issues have happened with the pump-up systems. Yeah. 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 Do we get the do you get the same kind of issues if you just have a regular gravity fed uh, system? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. A- absolutely. Uh dental floss is a big one. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know I why get... people would ever flush dental floss, but they they flush. Yeah, I get yelled at a lot about that. Oh no, don't don't do that. <laughs> I'm going to leave you my business card when we're done here. <laughs> We'll get that out of the drain for you. But, That's embarrassing. Uh, dent, dental floss is, is a big one. Uh, that will catch on the little ridges that are inside the pipe when it's glued together. Right. Or if, if you've, when you're putting the pipe together, if you have like a burr, mm-hmm. uh, it'll catch on those and it'll just build up and build up. Yeah. And that will, you know, the dental floss will start catching the toilet paper and the toilet paper will start catching the waste and then it, it, it doesn't, doesn't yeah. flow at all anymore. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. no dental floss, no, no tampons, dental floss. No. Q-tips are a big one. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, I'd like to state for the record that I've been yelled at enough times by now that I stopped doing that. <laughs> uh, this plumber is going to start yelling if you keep, keep admitting to these things. But I've heard that from a few different people as well. Is so is Kirkland toilet paper uh, bad for your septic system? That's a question I get a lot. Yeah. And I will go on the record and say, in my house, I've only used Kirkland toilet paper. Okay. Now, yeah. years ago, it did have a bit of a bad rep. Right. Uh, but with 
Kirkland products, you know, Kirkland doesn't actually, you know, they don't make it. Right. It's ghost, you know, it, it's ghost made by someone else sure. or they just put, put their, name, just on their it. name on it. Uh, so years ago, you know, before, we'll say probably before I was a plumber, you yeah. know, there must have been an issue with it. Yeah. Uh, but you can do what I call the toilet paper test. Yeah. And so you take a single sheet of toilet paper, just one, one little sheet. Yeah. And you drop it in a glass of water. Yeah. And you start swirling that around with your finger. After a minute or two, it should start to break up into tiny little pieces. Huh. And I've done that with the Kirkland toilet paper. The, and it's even, it says on it, approved septic safe. Hmm. And sure enough, that's what it, that's what it does. It does, eh? It, it does. starts breaking up after about a minute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the, the this dad, is like, I feel like this is also like one of those TikTok videos where somebody's watching. They're like, no way. And then yeah. they film themselves. I'm going to do that when I go home. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. If it doesn't start breaking up after, yeah. after, uh, you know, you swirl it around, if it doesn't break up or sometimes you might have to, you know, give it some retention time, yeah. let it sit there. It should eventually start to break up into okay. tiny, tiny little pieces. Well, you hear, you heard it here first folks. <laughs> Matt don't, Bonin says that Kirkland toilet paper is good. For well, it's okay for the septic system. Yeah. Don't don't be scared of Kirkland toilet paper. Don't be scared of Kirkland. It, it, it's it's a yeah. great deal. Go get yourself some. Yeah. But as far as stuff to stay away from, yeah. it's mainly the stuff that is advertised as like extra soft, extra cushy. Yeah. Uh, if there's little cats or bears on the label, chances are it's not not the good stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on to uh, hot topic. It's time for hot topic. All right, hot topic. And today we're talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, check that. Oh, check no. those volumes over there. <laughs> Toronto! <laughs> Anyways, Toronto Maple Leafs, hot topic. They made it to round one of the playoffs. I feel like they always make it to round one of the playoffs. I am not a hockey fan, nor do I follow hockey in any capacity, because quite honestly... That's a lot of hockey in seven day span to try and keep up on, not to mention all the other teams that they're playing against. That's why I'm a little bit more of an NFL fan. I like the uh, one game a week uh, type of deal there. But uh, anyway, so Toronto Maple Leafs have made it into round one of the playoffs. We're going into game four tonight. So I thought this would be a great hot topic because by the time this episode airs, we'll know whether or not they made it through round one. And I... Don't know that they've uh, been very successful at making it through round one in the past uh, few years, 10 years. I don't know. I know it's been quite a few decades since they've won a cup, and every year seems to be the year that Toronto says Toronto's going to make it to the cup. Um, Well, uh, so far we've had a major loss in the first game. Uh, They had a blowout in the second game, and then the third game was in uh, the 19th minute of overtime before they scored the winning goal and a lot of people say that they probably didn't even deserve to win that game oh and i heard did you hear this purcell i heard that uh toronto actually booed the leafs off the ice in the first game yeah or in the first and third period they actually booed their own team off the ice did you know about that i i heard about that yeah and and with the toronto fan base i am not surprised right i'm not surprised. Uh, man i'm from toronto and that upsets me 2004 was the last time they made it through round one yeah <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I was graduating high school in 2004. And, was, and I'm 37 now, so yeah, that's, that's been a while. Okay, I was going to say, that's probably the last time 
that I was not even like, it was probably before that, that I actually watched the Leafs uh, go through the playoffs. Uh, I haven't watched it since because I felt like they always made it to the uh, first round and they just choked by the time they got to the seventh game. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, hot topic. Leafs are in round one, and uh, I can't wait to see if they make it through to round two. Some people say they're going to make it. They won't. <laughs> you, you've heard it here first. They, they won't. But no? I, I'm not a hater. I'm not a Leafs hater. Yeah. Uh, but it's all about keeping the streak going. It's like, you, you got a streak. Let's just keep it going. <laughs> Be known for something. Let's keep it consistent, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't upset people when you're when you remain consistent. Yeah. And you know what's really funny about that consistency is that it's not the same team that it was 20 years ago. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> and yet it's still consistent. No. I don't get it myself. But uh, anyways, you're not a Leafs fan. You're. Uh, I'm a Colorado Avalanche fan. Colorado but, Avalanche. But I'm, fan. I'm married a Leafs fan. Oh, okay. I'm so you're forced fan. to watch those games, are you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a, a little bit. Uh, my father-in-law also a big Leafs fan. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I hear it from the the two of them from time to time, and when yeah. my team and and their teams play, you know, there's always a little wager involved, or you know, yeah. just bragging rights, or yep, or something to make it fun. Of course, yeah. I know nothing about hockey, so to my tens of listeners out there, uh, you're learning something new about me. I know nothing about hockey. I can't speak to it. All I can talk about is that I'm from Toronto, and so I'm, I feel like I'm. Getting Guilted into uh, having to follow. Do you feel that way, Purcell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I grew up there, so it's my team too. Yeah, it's my oh, team. Root, root, root for my the home team. team, as they say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a, is that a baseball? If they don't win it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see the Jays hat you got on. So. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to win this year? They're going to make it to second round at least. Okay, then. You heard it here first, folks. Adam okay. Purcello, Karen Counts, says the Blue Jays are going to make it to the second round at least. And I know nothing about baseball, so I'll just sit back and yeah. let, you, let you guys talk baseball. <laughs> I've never seen a game. You've never watched a game of baseball before? Never, never watched a game of baseball in my life. Wow. I, I played minor baseball when I was a kid. Yeah. And we, you know, we're talking, I was seven. Yeah. And I, I'm going to have to watch a couple games myself. I do have cable this year. First time in many years that I've had cable, so I might have to catch a game of baseball. Okay, Mr. 1%, what's your cable? <laughs> okay. <laughs> True story. I call, We just got Bell out at the lake, and uh, everybody's excited. High-speed internet. Super excited. True, this is a true story. And uh, I swapped in my Starlink for Bell Fiber Op because, you know, it's just... But Starlink was amazing, by the way. Have you, do you know about Starlink? I'm familiar. Okay, so Starlink was amazing, but, I mean, you just can't beat Fiber Op. So I call up Bell, and I'm like, listen, because um, everybody else on the lake's been calling, and they're getting Bell, they're getting their Fiber Op, they're getting television, they're getting their, their landline, you know, all of that nonsense, right? And I was like, listen, I just want internet. And I said, and I want the, and I want the, the, high, the high, highest high-speed one, too. I don't want, like, this same shit that everybody else gets. I want the highest speed that's, like, 1.5 gigabytes or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, um, and they said, okay, yeah, we could absolutely do that for you. And they're like, okay, so we'll bundle this together with television and landline. And I said, no, I don't, I don't want television, and, and I don't need the landline. I don't even have a phone. Like, I just, I don't need any of that stuff. Mm. I, and they said, well, well, it's more expensive if you just get the internet. And I said, okay, well, how much more are we talking? And they're like, it's about $10 more a month. And I'm like, I'll pay the $10 more a month. I just want the yeah. internet. I don't want it. This guy was adamant that I'd not 
sign on to Bell without getting a landline and cable. And I was like, listen, I'm okay. I'm telling you, I'm going to pay Bell 10 extra dollars a month so that I can just have internet. I don't want cable and I don't want the landline. Anyways, he negotiated me down $10 and then gave me a $200 Bell card towards my uh, third bill, which essentially gave me free internet for a month. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's why I have cable. Not because I actually want it. You were guilted into it. <laughs> I, was, I was guilted into it and, and they negotiated me down. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> like I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> yeah. I had Am a I similar right? situation when I bought my house. Yeah. It was it was a, almost the same thing. I bought my house and it was they since we're talking since we're real estate when I, when I when I bought my house uh talking to the seller stuff like that and the price that she gave us I didn't negotiate at all. Yeah. And I was just like I will happily pay this set amount. Yeah. And then she called me privately and said, Hey, you know, I only need, I'm really only looking for this much. And she knocked like 11 grand off the price of the house. Wow. And so I was like, are, are you aware of how, how do you, to negotiate? <laughs> do you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, and you know, she was like, no, she's like, that's really all I need. And, you know, at this point, like, uh, my wife and I were a month away from being married. Yeah. And so I think we played into her a little bit with the pulling on the heartstrings with, Oh, we're going to, right. You know, our first, what host, year was this? This would have been 2014. Oh, 20, okay. That. 2014, 2015. Nothing, not, nothing recently. No, no, yeah. not, not, not before the, the recent yeah. thing, but I was just funny. I was like, well, Hey, uh, that's it, great for you guys. It, that you managed to get her to negotiate the price down another eleven thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, she did it backwards. Yeah, she, she did it yeah. backwards. I mean, I, I yeah. could never have that type of luck again. Let this be a lesson to sellers out there, though, why it's important to hire an agent. <laughs> so yeah, maximize your sale yeah, price. I, I think her her agent couldn't have been happy with that. Yeah, just to, <laughs> oh, she had an agent. She had an agent. Oh Jesus. Okay, sorry, yeah. I missed that part. Oh yeah, man. No, but she just called me privately and said, "No, no, just, I'm I'm going to take this amount." And wow. Like, Okay. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Whew. Okay then. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Right. I would never have the type of luck with anything else again. Uh, okay. So thanks very much, Matt, for uh, joining me today on the show. Um, of course, this is a great opportunity for you to tell everybody that's listening how they can get a hold of you, where they can find you online, social media, phone number, email, all that great stuff. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot for having me on to talk about my business, my business that's still in its infancy. Yep. Uh, say on Facebook, uh, Bonin's Plumbing has a Facebook page. You can look me up, mm-hmm. uh, follow uh, on there is my contact info, uh, pictures of my work, reviews from customers, five-star reviews from customers. Yep. Still holding Noted. on to that five-star, yep. going, going for six. Uh, telephone number, uh, you can call or text me, 902-476-4191. Uh, I don't really have hours of operation. My, my work phone is my lifeline to my cell phone. So, uh, I'll answer the phone anytime right up until I go to bed. So if you're in an emergency, you can give me a call. I'll talk you through it. And I just always try and be accessible to my customers whenever. Perfect. Okay, everybody. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening. Remember, uh, support local Bonin's Plumbing Service, uh, servicing St. Marcus Bay and South Shore and HRM areas. Thanks again for listening today. And thanks again for my guest for joining us today. You can follow me on Instagram at Great Scott Real Estate or on Facebook at Adam Scott Halipad. You can find my website at greatscotthomes.com. Also look for my playlist under Halipad's YouTube channel. 
and you can find my podcast wherever you get your podcasts. A big thank you to Karen Counts for audio production.